My name's Parth Shah, and I'm a reporter at Wisconsin Public Radio. Reporters at the station produce stories for newscasts that air during rush hour. Each story ends with what we in the business call a standard out cue. Maureen McCollum, Wisconsin Public Radio. Gilman Halstead, Wisconsin Public Radio. Shemaine Mills, Wisconsin Public Radio. I spent a fair amount of time my first few days in the job trying to figure out how I would say my name in my standard out cue. It was kind of like in middle school when I would practice my signature in the margins of my notes. My entire life, so school, college, and work, I've been parth. Sometimes people have teased me and called me fart or barf, and sometimes I've been nicknamed things like Parthenon or my personal favorite, Parther, like Arthur, the character from PBS. But my name's different when I'm with my family. My parents don't call me parth, they call me barth. That subtle difference in the way the A is pronounced may seem slight, but Barth feels like a whole other side of me. My parents immigrated to the U.S. from India a year or so before I was born. I grew up speaking Gujarati at home and English the moment I left the door. While nine-year-old Parth was hell-bent on just eating pizza lunchables and gogurt for lunch, Barth would wreck a bowl of rajma for dinner, washed down with a tall glass of chas. I'm an Indian-American man. The hyphen that connects those two identities, Indian and American, that's where I live. Hyphen is a podcast about the experiences of people living in two different worlds simultaneously. This episode, we'll be talking about names. Personally, I think names are fascinating. It's the first gift you ever receive long before you can even grasp the concept of what a gift even is. And it pretty much has a no return policy on it. Your name is a combination of sounds used to set you apart. But what if your sounds are too hard for some people to say? Hi, my name is Akshila Radkar, A-K-S-H-A-D-A-R-E-D-K-A-R. Akshila Redker is a senior at the University of Wisconsin-Madison. She grew up in Franklin, Wisconsin. It's a suburb of Milwaukee where nearly 90% of the population is white. Unlike most of her classmates, Akshila never just got to raise her hand and say present during class attendance. It'll be like a bunch of like generic names and then it would be like, it's my name and then it's like, uh, and then they'll like give their best, but their best is like forgetting the middle part and I'll be like, Akada, Asada, and I'm just like, and then they'll be like, red car, and I'd be like, oh, that's me. Sometimes, I'm not going to lie, it was just fun to hear them try and say it, just because I could feel their frustration, but I didn't really care, because I was frustrated on the other end. That frustration followed her from grade school to college. And it's funny, because I have, like, like my Indian friends in my classes, and I introduced myself as Akshada, and there's like, ha 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 ha, and I'm just like, easy for you to say, Manbir, like, <laughs> so much easier to pronounce. What's what does Akshada mean? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> I don't know what it means. You don't know what it means. No, my mom told me when I was like little. Let me confirm. <laughs> oh my god, this is gonna be great. She's not going to answer because I need to ask her. Hello? Home, yeah, Ali Hari. Mama. 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 What does Akshada mean? Huh? What does Akshada mean? It's a god. Hey, Lakshmi, goddess. It's a goddess of prosperity. Now, to be fair, it's not surprising that Akshada can't define her name off the top of her head. 
No one calls her by her full name. Oh, I would get frustrated at my parents for this because they'd always joke and be like, you couldn't say your name until you were like five years old. And I'm like, then wasn't that a sign that you should change my name into something easier? Like I used to call myself Ada for the longest time because I couldn't say it. While she may have called herself Ada, that was never a nickname that stuck. Akshada's life can be separated into time periods based on the different names she's been given. In elementary school, a music teacher nicknamed her AK. That was her identity until she came to college. Because I'd be like, oh, my name's AK. And they'd be like, oh, like an AK-47. And I'd be like, oh, yeah, like an AK-47. Because I didn't know what an AK-47 was. <laughs> One day, uh, someone called me that in class. And my teacher, I'm pretty sure it was my sixth grade teacher, Sandy. Um, <laughs> she uh, gave him a detention. or Yeah, it was a detention for calling me AK-47 because it's offensive. I guess. Her freshman year roommate didn't like the way AK sounded, so her friends rechristened her as Ak. That's the name she introduced herself as to me when I first met her. Okay, people call me Ak and people joke like Ak, like awkward, but I'm an awkward person. I know it just kind of fits. Like even, it's a shortened version of my name, but it's also, I don't know, I just like it fits me, like my personality. Even though people don't address her by her full name, Ak says she likes the name Akshada and she's long since come to terms with the struggles of having a unique name. Have I wanted a name with my keychain on it? Yes. Will I find one? No, but still. I could always just get the ones that say, like, I went to Florida rather than like, Lisa went to Florida or something. I'll take a Moscow meal too. I got on the topic of names over after work drinks with Aditya Yedavali and Andrew Huang. They're roommates, they both went to undergrad together, and now they work for the same IT company. My name is Aditya, you spell it A-D-I-T-Y-A. How do you introduce yourself to people? It depends very dramatically. Okay. Like now, I think, so when I talk to like Americans, or like non-Indians, I guess, I say it's Aditya. But when I talk to, when, I, when it's an Indian, I go, when it's an Indian that's older than me, it's like an adult that I know has like lived in India, then I go Aditya. If it's like a kid like me who was born in America or like born in Canada, America, uh, I like usually <laughs> hesitate and I go, I think I usually go to DTL when I talk to someone like who's Indian our age. Aditya's parents immigrated from India and Andrew's parents from China. <laughs> no one pronounces my last name right. What have so, you gotten? Last name? Yeah. Huang, Huang, Wang. But your first name has been easy for people to pronounce. Yeah, Andrew, which is... No, pretty easy for people to get. And is Andrew is Andrew what's written on your, uh, in, in, like when when the teacher's reading roll call? Is that what's in, in the system? Yeah, I, that was my first name. Okay. I don't think I I didn't have the Chinese name until afterwards. My grandmother said she didn't want me with some bullshit capitalist name and then gave me uh, my Chinese name, which is uh, Huang Xinghai, which is Yellow Heart Ocean. So she called me. I, she said I had a big forehead. She said ocean because the forehead was as big as an ocean. This was such a mistake to say in front of you two. And what does Aditya, uh, Aditya mean? It's the sun god in Hindu mythology. Fuck, I don't have any jokes. Yeah, what the hell? This is a dope name. I spent like a few seconds <laughs> thinking, I got nothing. But just like Ak, Aditya would get annoyed during roll call as a kid. When I was a kid, I was just like, this is so stupid. Like, why can't they just say my name? It's six letters long. But now I'm just like... What's your racial identity? When you uh, tell, tell someone what you are, what do you say? I'm an American. I've grown up here. Yeah, so do, you, do, you know, do you do ever say like I'm Indian American or do you ever say I'm Chinese American? 
I don't think there's a if someone. So I mean, I'm sure both of you guys get this all the time, but like, you whenever somebody's like, "Where are you from?" I always go Massachusetts, and they're like, "What's your nationality?" I'm like, "American." And then they're like, "If somebody's like, no, really, where are you from?" And I'm like, "No, I'm from." I like, okay, I'm from Saskatoon. Like, what do you mean? yeah I I have start, I've started to get annoyed with it as I've gotten older as I've gotten actually. older I've gotten annoyed with it when I, I was younger to. when I was younger I'd be like what I people I, I always like keep just saying American or I was born in Canada until they say where are your parents from and then I'm like oh my parents are from India so I think this is kind of interesting dichotomy because you mentioned how as a kid you both like you, you get annoyed with mispronunciations of your name or people struggling with your name but now it's just You've maybe become accustomed to it, but with questions of like where are you from, it's kind of reverse. That is a yeah, challenge. That's, that's, that's funny. Actually, that's a very good point. That. I didn't even consider that. <laughs> <laughs> why, why do you think that is? Well, what's your identity? I mean, I've tried so hard to become American. Andrew is my American name, and usually I don't really get any discrimination until they find out my last name. That's actually a part that, especially now with analysts and stuff like that, yeah. who only know my first name when they talk to me on the phone. They talk to me very differently once they know their la- my last name. I don't even then, thought about that. People, when I wonder if they, they talk to me differently. Cause my, yeah, they think I'm some fob, like just fresh off the boat. They don't treat me as an American. And actually, it kind of insults me, you know, because I grow up here. I, I'm treated as an outsider. Hi, Mom. Kim Cho. It also bothers me when I'm treated like an outsider. I was born and raised in the U.S., and while I didn't have all the aspects of that traditional ABC family American upbringing, my parents did what they could to make me feel included, even when it came to naming me. But Daddy liked Karan, the name Karan. But when you spell Karan, it becomes Karen for here. Yes, K-R-A-N, China. So he showed to the nurse, and he asked her, how do you say it? Because that time we were already in the U.S. and we knew how hard it is to everybody to pronounce the name. So if you did Karan, uh, the people will call you Karen. So then we decided Park because that we, because it was your P was the name letter that I had to choose the name for. And with your name, we didn't have to think too much because. We had to give the name before we leave the hospital. In India, families don't name the baby the same day he or she is born. They take time consulting an astrologer to see which letters and sounds align with the child's horoscope. They talk to family members and get a glimpse of the baby's personality before they decide. That's how my older sister Pranjali was named. She was born in India. I didn't realize that that time that if I may name this, nobody can pronounce her name. Pranjali is an uncommon name. While I've met dozens of other parts in my life, I've never met another Pranjali. I don't know. I feel like I say my name wrong, too. <laughs> uh, I feel like there should be an... I know, I'm not saying it Indian enough, if that makes sense. Far. Like, don't judge me, but it's like, I don't say Pranjali. I say it's Pranjali. No, I say Pranjali. But I, I feel like it should be more enunciated like Pranjali. <laughs> Do you hear the difference? Yeah, I hear the difference. I feel like that's the same with, with my name. I say Parth, but it's Parth. Yeah, and I'm not trying to make it easier for anyone. I hate my, like, I hate when people say, do you have a nickname? Sir, you just met me five minutes ago. We are no more than mere acquaintances. You can't shorten my name. You can learn, like, I don't know, name a long person's name. 
Like people learn to, you, I feel like it's respect to learn how to say my name correctly and try and attempt. And I really appreciate when people attempt it. I understand it's not the easiest thing like Bob, but please attempt it. That's, that's just respect. I'm given this name. I'm living with it and I'm defining my name every day. So say it. Right. I mean, remember I would call you Prune Jelly and Pranja Gorilla. Pranja Gorilla. <laughs> what are some of the common mispronunciations you got? growing up like in school and stuff god it's just like prangeli i still have this one guy at work still calling me that and i'm like i've never said my name of prangeli so how did you get that but my spelling i think prangeli um prangali uh pranhali uh i don't think anyone has gotten like do you mean mispronunciation like attempting my name or just people saying my name wrong either or okay well people saying my name wrong i prangeli Ugh, I don't like that at all. Huh? It doesn't even sound pretty, and I kind of—it it just like—I don't know—I don't like that at all. I've always been jealous of you for having a long name and a name that's unique. Thanks. I—I I think over time, I've—I've I've never hated my name. I've always questioned it. It's like, man, life would be so much simpler if I had a nice name and Ponzi. I don't even know what it means. I—I I do over time, but. It's just, you know, when you say a word a million times, it just starts sounding weird. Like when you say tree, tree, tree. <laughs> it's like, what, what does it mean? That's how I feel with my name when I just keep saying it too much. But um, thank you. I, I, I do appreciate the uniqueness. A challenge I do face that um, now that I'm like a quote unquote young professional, when honestly the only adult part about me is I know when to eat and how to not somewhat die. But um now that I'm like in the corporate world and I'm learning how to network, it's really difficult having a hard name because um, I can remember, you know, Samuel Johnson with the blue eyes and who, you know, I could, I can remember his name more and I can repeat that. But for someone to remember my name, I feel like I'm more forgettable. If yes, I, I have a really hard to pronounce name, but I feel like I lose opportunities too. I remember in college, um, even if my hands up, uh, not that this happened all the time, um, but or I guess it's actually a benefit advantage at the same time. Teach, uh, professors were less likely to call on me if they didn't know me that well because they can't say my name. It's just easier for everyone on that part. Um, and so, and also when I'm talking about networking, it's just it's really difficult having my name. That's why I asked my boss. I'm like, can I please have business cards? They actually don't give it to analysts, and they're like, I'm like, this will help me in my networking endeavors. You know, so someone can see my name. And when people see my name, they're like, okay, I know how to spell it. And it's, it's easy now it's when I visualize it. Branjali has always had people struggle with her name. And to make things worse, she had a dickhead little brother who would get other kids in the neighborhood to call her Pranja Gorilla and Prune Jelly. Even though children and marriage are not on the radar, I had to ask if she had given any thought to how she would name her future kids based on her own experiences. I, I can't even think what I'm having for dinner later, so it's just really tough for me to think that far but um i would love an indian origin like a name of indian origin for my child why um because that's that's who i am that's who we are that's roots of generations i'm passing on a culture i just i just feel like we have been so removed from the indian culture just because we live here but we try really hard to maintain it we eat indian food we love indian food we speak in our language we watch new movies we wear Indian clothes, go to religious events, visit India itself. But I still feel like when I have my kids, what will I teach them? 
what will I teach my kids? I could really cook, and you know that. And even Gujarati, I'll teach as much as I know, but even what I know is already a derivative of like a very bad, what's it called? It's a dialect, of course, from that language itself. You know, it's not proper. So I'm teaching conversational Gujarati. I can't even spell or write in it. Like, what can I pass on to my child? And a name bears so much meaning. If someone hears my name, they know I'm not from here, which isn't a great thing all the time, but it's something I could represent. It's like symbolic. Names are symbolic. That's why naming a baby is such a huge deal. I remember reading a New York Times article a few years ago about the baby naming industry boom. There are books, websites, even paid consultants to help people choose the right name. In a way, my standard outcue is my baby. Getting to put my first news report on the air was the culmination of years of hard work. Ever since I was a kid, I dreamt of being on the radio, and here I am. My standard outcue should be symbolic. It marks the start of my first career. Now, my public radio paycheck wasn't going to be able to finance a paid baby naming consultant for my standard outcue. So instead, I turned to advice from my friend Aditya on choosing between Parth and Barth. My dad would be, we'd be together and I'd go, have to introduce myself and I'd, I'd say, if I said a detail, my dad on the car ride home would just be like, that's not your name, I'd be proud of who you are, like, that's not your name. So I think that was, there was a lot of that when I was a kid, so that was kind of in, instilled in my head from one of my parents in that, like, you have, we, you don't necessarily need to, like, not know how to speak English, you should assimilate with the country that you're in, and that's who you are, you are American, but, like, you shouldn't forget about your roots. But then, so, but then obviously now for, like, the last five and a half years, I've lived at home. I hadn't lived with my parents in five years either, and in that time, I've grown up a lot. I went to college, I got a degree, I moved to a different time zone for my first job. All of that happened with most people calling me Parth, not Barth. I remember sitting in the recording studio seven months ago, the day my first story for Wisconsin Public Radio was set to air. I had finished voicing my report, and at the end, I voiced five or six different versions of my standard outcue some with my name pronounced as Parthshah, and others as Parthshah. Here's the one I chose from my very first story. Parthshah, Wisconsin Public Radio. I stuck with Parth. I didn't choose the version of my name that I was given at birth. Instead, I chose the version of my name that felt the most familiar. Thanks for listening to the very first episode of Hyphen. Special thanks to Maureen McCullum. This podcast wouldn't exist without your edits and encouragement. Thanks to Akshila Redker, Aditya Yedavali, Andrew Huang, my mom Bela Shah, and my sister Branjali Shah for lending me their voices. Also a shout out to my station, Wisconsin Public Radio, for letting me take over the studios on the weekends to bring Hyphen to life. Music heard in this episode was produced by Poddington Bear and is licensed through Creative Commons. Be on the lookout for the next episode of Hyphen.